A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Kia ora and welcome. From RNZ National, here's our changing world with Veronica Meduna and Alison Ballins. A local hapu and New Plymouth residents have set up a group to survey marine life at the reefs off Waitara on the Taranaki coast. The Airedale Reef was last surveyed 14 years ago and the Citizen Science Group is exploring the health and abundance of kaimoana to monitor any changes. The project is one of several funded by the Participatory Science Platform which aims to engage communities and scientists in collaborative research. Veronica joins the group on the evening of the survey. Fantastic. So, so we'll all start heading off in our little groups now. We need to make sure everyone signed the health and safety forms beforehand. Once we're done, you need to make sure that if in doubt, head in if you're worried about getting cut off by the tide it should be a nice low tide today but as trevor mentioned that that wind might bring it in a bit further so it might not go out as far as it should do um what we'll do once you've finished we'll all gather back here and uh, and there may well be some kai <laughs> <laughs> this is me fishing car it doesn't smell Oh God, sometimes it does. <laughs> My wife's got her own car because she doesn't like the smell of fish. <laughs> bye bye! Behave yourself, eh? <laughs> no, if I don't come back, I've just swept them off their feet. <laughs> <laughs> so, where are we heading, Trevor? We're heading to uh, the other side of the river through Paradise. And the, the side where we're going to do the survey is on the other side of the Yes, it's river? called Eardale Reef. The reason why it's called Eardale Reef, the, the ship Eardale was wrecked on it. Right, so when was and she wrecked? Yeah. Do you know? Oh, 18-something, 18, 18... When the first settlers came, so... It did a couple of trips, and then it got caught on one of the later trips. And got sunk. There's been about four or five. So she now part of the reef, in a way? Oh, it is oh, now. Is that the reef where you go fishing off from? Oh, I love fishing here. I actually love fishing the whole coast. I was out there at one o'clock in the morning the other day with my grandchildren, spearing flounder. Wow. So we get around. So you know that reef quite well? I know the reef very well. It's always a dangerous place. You let me explain the reef to you all, and not just surmising where you're going, I will explain it to you. Today we're going out on Airedale. Airedale can be a very, very quick tidal area, and it can cut you off quickly. I've been caught myself up to my waist and higher, coming out and amongst the stingrays. So when I say you're coming off, you're coming off, because the tide is unpredictable today because of the wind. And when you get a wind factor, you get a hold up of the tide, so there'll be, it, it'll be quick. Well, yesterday we were out on the reef yesterday, and my grandson and I, and he's yeah. 11, 12, 13, we were coming back, and by the time we got back to shore, which was a straight line walk, we were up to here. That's how quick it came in, and that's how quick it moves. 
So once we get in there, and I say to the girls, we're on the move, because there is places out there you can walk out and you're not realising that you're getting cut off behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's and that's why about. I know the reef So backwards. we'll listen yeah. to Trevor. Yeah. Trevor will make the call, and if you're not exactly where Trevor is, if in doubt, any time after six o'clock, come in. Yeah. We'll go out, we see that, the two big rocks down that end, yep. that's where we're going there. You can see the water's holding up in behind. Are you ready? It would have been covered in mussels yesterday. See, you can only just see the hair left on the rock where the snapper had just chewed it all off. So you know they were here in the high tide? Yeah, they weren't here at high tide. You can just chuck it here and catch the snapper flat out. This one might not be the best example of cementing stuff, but it's when it's like there's almost like a, a hard rock covering over the top of the rocks. So some of this stuff Yeah, some of that stuff there on those rocks. So in here, most of this stuff I think is actually the um, encrusting seaweed. Yeah. yeah. But there's lots of folio seaweed anyway, isn't there? So that's all of this. The leafy so, stuff. Yeah, yeah, so that would be, I'd say that would be about 40%. Yeah. yeah. No Neptune's, Neptune's necklace. So Neptune's necklace is a little beaded one. That seaweed that's like oh, a whole yeah. lot of little beads together. I haven't seen any. No, of that I haven't the... seen. I didn't see any when we were out here last time either. Um, and encrusting. Yeah, it's good. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, the encrusting. So that's you can see all of that pink stuff. Like there's quite a bit of encrusting in there. I'd say there'd be. What do you guys reckon? Like 30 percent. Yep. Yeah, that's true. It's all okay, under all yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then there is definitely um, sand in here, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, there's loads when you lift up the rock, eh? There's no cooks to your bed. What are they? Are they slugs? No, they look like anemones or something. Anemones. Oh yeah, there's a kinna right there. One kinna, one cooks turbo, and not, no poo-poo either. So no power, no greenlit mussels, no black slugs, no red crabs, and no octopus. Oh, there's two kinna. Oh, there's two? There's a little one down here. Encrusting loads. Yeah. Encrusted up to whatever we had last time. Yeah, so we had um, 80, yeah. Foliose a bit. Maybe not so much in this one, maybe folios would be about 15, 10, 15, 10 to 15. Yeah. No Neptune's necklace. Okay, let's start. Yeah, we've got poo poos. So let's start lifting up some rocks. Hi, so uh, I'm Emily Roberts. I'm the marine biologist working on this project. I was delighted to be asked. It's a great community project. Uh, what we're doing is a, a repeat of the survey in 2001 so pretty much we're using uh, very similar to methods to what they were using to collect the Kaimoana data so that there's, we could, it's actually comparable so it's slightly different from what's been done, done for the metre square uh, project but we've also managed to add some uh, other components, add a new technology 
Um, so we've got an app for recording um, photos on, on maps, so we've got GPS references for those, so you can click and see where the reference points are. And when we repeat those surveys in years to come, we've got a photo record of how the reefs changed. And also we're doing what's called a, a coast blitz, where we, where we look at all species on the, on the uh, reef, and we, we build a, a, a picture of biodiversity on the reef over time. So with the GPS, you'll be able to go back to exactly the same spots? Yes, yes, that's the plan. So How yeah. often? Uh, then uh, it'd be great to do it every year and build up a picture over time. So, uh, yeah, no, that's what we're keen to do. Kia ora, koutou, uh, ko Robin Marsh and Kemp Toku Ingwa. I am the hapu representative for Otarawa Hapu and I am participating in the Kaimawana project um, it's something that's very close to our hearts in the hapu. We're looking at sustaining our reefs so that our children and their children and so on can use the reefs as our forefathers did, as we did, for kai. Um, and just to reconnect with Tangaro, who's one of our um, atua, because there has been quite a big disconnection from our era, but it's slowly coming back with the younger generations when they get into it at school and that. Uh, we do have education around Tangaroa and the Awa, which is our Waitara River, and the tikanga that goes along with it from our point of view. It was somebody from the Hapu who has, in fact, done a previous survey as well. So there is data about the reef from a while back? Yes, there is, definitely. They, uh, Otarawa Hapu um, done a survey back 14 years ago, I think it was now. And so what we've done is we've used those baselines as a comparison to what it was like back then to what it's like now. What is it like now compared to 15 years ago, 14 years ago? Um, I don't think it's as as clean. Well, it is clean, but there still are restrictions. The health warnings have just been lifted, um, so I guess that's a really good thing for our water, our awa. But I do believe it can be a bit cleaner. Uh, we still have a lot of things coming into our river, which leads into our moana, and coming from farms, um, industries that work along our river. So there is still that factor there, although they are on their way to becoming clean, which is a really good sign for us. Would you like to continue this in any way? Is that the plan? Definitely. Um, it's something that I see that I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Um, my children are heavily involved in it. A lot of the children from the hapu love getting down there. Um, we had to keep a couple of kids away today, <laughs> and they weren't very happy about that. But we want it to be there for the rest of our generations that are up and coming. Would you yourself go out and harvest kamuana? Uh, yeah, we do. We, um, since the health warning risks have been lifted... Um, I see a lot more people, but people from before my era are still going out there. So they have their spots where they go to and they pay their respects by using the local tikanga and that, that we were all taught from our forefathers. Um, and just carrying on those traditions, I think it's going to benefit our children that are coming up. My name's Lucy and I work at Venture Taranaki. We're the agency in Taranaki that's running the PSP pilot. So the Waitara Kaimawana survey, that was our first funded project. We've got six projects currently running under the pilot. This was the first one that was approved for funding. The, when we were assessing it, we loved the 
really strong community element to it and also the links to history, so previous work that has been undertaken by Aotearoa Hapu and Taranaki Regional Council who have now come together as partners and, the, and to resurrect the work and, and also uh, there's history in terms of what's happened off the reefs of Waitara in terms of sewerage discharges and that sort of thing so it's really good to now have the community collecting data. They really care about their river, they really care about their reefs. There's been a lot of controversy about things that have happened out there in the past. But this is a way for them to learn about how they can gather information to feed those conversations about how they want to protect that environment, which is really important to them, and it has been in the past, and they want it to be moving forward as well. How would you describe it? Is it a, a citizen science project? So the, the PSP fund is for projects like this, and it is based on that idea of citizen science, but taking it one step further. So we want to move from the community being just used to gather data but and actually take them on the entire journey of a science project so to um, find out what's locally relevant to them, how can they explore that using science and take them on that process of shaping a science project, gathering their data, analysing it, gaining insights, thinking about what other questions they want to ask, how they can share their knowledge. So it does have that strong citizen science basis but we're just trying to expand on that and make it a bit more enriching in terms of the entire science process. And that was Lucy Graydon from Venture Taranaki. You also heard from marine biologist Emily Roberts, Robin Martin-Kim from the Otarawa Hapu and local fisherman Trevor Dodansky. Have a look at our webpage for some great images rnz.co.nz slash Our Changing World Botox Cosmetic out of botulinum toxin A FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.